Welcome back to another amazing, fun, or fantastic episode of Rule of Learning. My name is Aisha Bello, and with me, I have Ejiro. <laughs> well, I thought you were going to give me an intro, like, and here with me is my co-host Ejiro. Not be, not intro I give you. But now, wow. this is Ejiro, guys. Welcome to mm-hmm. another Ejiro. episode <laughs> of Rule of Learning. Welcome. So I am very excited today. We have a guest host. Our first and guest, this is guys. Our first guest host. Ooh. Like Kunaka, 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 everybody. Kunaka. Yes. I'm feeling so special. <laughs> ah, I can show <laughs> you. We have a queen in the building. Smart, intelligent, badass wow. queen in the name of Gift. Egwenu. I hope I pronounce it so. You can shoot me later if I, if I don't get that right. Yeah, you try it. I guess, yeah. Yeah, thank you. So you all, I have gift. We all, we have gifts. Um, right now, today, I mean, we are going to be talking about tech and we're going to get into know who gift is. I will do some sort of like an intro to IT from like our tech series point of view. Um, and we hope like, you know, you, you enjoyed this episode again before, before I go, like just some housekeeping. First of all, if you listen to our, podcast on apple podcast and you have not reviewed five star and giving us comments just you know that for? just know that there is god though. there is god though, because because they were just just post this now that you're listening to it and just go and give us five star and rate it thank you thank you very much um again you can reach out to us on contact at robotlearning.com if you have topic ideas um if you have feedback or comments you know feel free to shout out we're on twitter instagram and facebook at Rogue on Learning again at Rogue on Learning. And with that, let's begin. <laughs> <laughs> okay guys, let me let me just quickly give you the gist of how I met Gift. So you know how you will be in like you are on the Instagram on the Twitter and you will have people that you admire from a distance from the from the far wow. sometimes wow. from the abroad. Mm-hmm. You just be like, huh, this chick is doing great things. Like, you know, you just be following her. You just be like, then all of a sudden, the universe will alive, right? And literally what happened was <laughs> last year at Microsoft Ignite, um, I was attending the conference, um, in Orlando and apparently Gift was actually in the same conference. So I don't even remember who tweeted first or who um, tweeted second. Aisha, let me, let me stop you before you go there. Guys, she, can you hear how she's just casually like trying, you know, Gift and I were at Orlando for the Microsoft. You guys can hear how, you know, just, <laughs> just to put that out there. Oh, hope you guys ca- can hear it. Casually, you so know. So casually, man. The, the home yeah. of Disney World. Yeah. Such a casual, <laughs> braggadocious hmm. statement. We did not brag, oh. it's just, we, you know, we went to, mm, they sent us yeah, to learn uh, Me they that they don't, feel, me that they don't send to go and learn distance, please. Continue. No, I did, they, 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 I don't know. <laughs> let me also, let me also, let me also put this out there that it was an opportunity given to me. It was. In a platter of gold. Yeah, so. That is true. That is true. Sometimes the universe aligns it in does, ways that we do not expect, align. you know. God, 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 we got it, God, thank you. Yeah, so. How did you guys finally meet each 
So we were on the Twitter. Oh, me, I was like, I don't remember who tweeted first, but I tried to do the conversation with like, oh, yo, I just arrived, Orlando. If you are here from Microsoft Ignite, hit me up. And then maybe better do if they also tweeted. Or we should tweet about like, ah, ah, check, you're also here. Ah, all right. Let's all slide into our DMs. That's why we entered the DMs. And we made it happen. And that was how I met Gift for the first time. But before then, like, I've known yeah. Gift. I've known the work that she does, especially like with the community, the tech and dev community in Nigeria. Like she's also very um, vocal, you know, she does a lot. So you know what? Let me just even allow you to um, introduce herself. But she's literally one of the few women in Nigerian tech that I really, really admire. Cause you can tell that she's not just fighting her battle. She's fighting everybody's battle. She wants to share her knowledge as much as possible. And she's just one of the people that inspire me. And, you know, with more and more people and women, you know, like gift, like you just know that, man, we can go places and go more and more um, places. So gift, before I, I know I've, I've said plenty, but before we go, go on, let me just ask you this first question. You know, what did you want to be when you were much younger? Like, did you always know that you were always going to be a software developer when you were like a kid? Like, what did you want to be? Like, when you were five years old and said, ah, what do you want to be when you grow up? What, what was, what was your answer? So, to be honest, when I was still, I mean, I can't remember when I was five years old what I wanted to be, but right from time, it has always been, um, I wanted to do anything relating to computer. Funny enough, I never knew software development until like university. I never knew about coding. But I just wanted to work with the computer. I remember when I was like in secondary school, when they asked me, where do you want to work? I'll say MTN. Because in my head, obviously, they work with Yellow Africa. Free <laughs> Africa. <laughs> so I did not just know. And growing up, I had like a computer. We had a computer at home. So it was basically mostly me and my brother. By the way, we have five in my house. So it was mostly, mostly me and my brother that were very interested in the whole computer, playing games, doing Microsoft Word. I remember back then, there was this typing software. I think it was Marvin <laughs> Yes. Record. Ah, who oh. doesn't know Marvin <laughs> Yes. <laughs> who doesn't know that Marvin yes. Beckford? Oh, oh, I remember. I remember uh, this so was, well. Yeah. Yeah. So we had that. We had a lot of other things, but I found out that I really liked, like, working with the computer, playing, like, I could even stay there the entire day if you, if you let me, but my parents were not allowed me, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, and that has just been the beginning of everything. I just wanted to, even in secondary school, I remember taking computer studies, computer science, I think that was what they call it now. Mm-hmm. And that was like one of my best subjects in class, cause, um, but the annoying thing is you only enter computer lab like once in a term. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not surprised. I was even about to, like, I was about to ask, that, when she was saying, talking about like taking computer science in secondary school, I was, first of all, I was shocked because I'm like, wow, your school actually had like that as a subject in secondary school. Then I was just about to ask about like the labs when she said, <laughs> once in term. Uh-huh. In, in Nigerian secondary school, those computers that for, that for prospectus, to show to the outside world, nobody, they, you literally like treat them like gold. Like, don't, don't see, don't touch. It's yeah. for parents to see that we have a computer lab. Scam, all of them. At least you have computer Scam. lab. My school did not have it. I mean, we had, we had one, but we never used it. Even, in, even when we're allowed to just go and see. So, 
I remember learning those things and then going back home to try them in the computer that we had. But it wasn't like that forever because eventually the computer at home spoke and nobody, <laughs> nobody repaired it. So that was like, uh, in, I think that was like when I was in junior secondary school. So I still had that interest because how, how I knew this was I did not play with phones like, any phone I see, like, I just want to start operating. Like, I was this very, in my house, even up to now, I'm the most tech-savvy person in the house. Anybody's phone. If you give me a phone now, <laughs> I've never seen that phone before, but I know how to operate it. Like, I've always had that thing in me. So they used to call me um technician <laughs> in my house. <laughs> anyway, I, I've always wanted to do, but eventually I learned about web development and everything when I, when I was in university. And obviously Did because you study of my love for, university? yeah, yeah, so, oh. yeah, because of my love for that, I, I remember when I was writing why I knew that there was a course computer science, so I said that was what I was going to do. Because oh, there's nothing, nothing, yeah. Yeah. And did you always know that it was going to be software development, like you know, like you're doing now, or you were still toying around with like other aspects of computer science? So, uh, I think I only knew about web software development in my 200, 300 level because of IT, obviously. But when I started um, my uni, you know, we're doing, you know, how I okay, I did not go to a Nigeria university, but also I did not go to a very touchy. <laughs> University. Really? I schooled in Benin. I schooled in Benin Republic. So we, oh. it was a private school, but then it, they still have like almost the same standard in Nigerian schools where you have a course called Pascal. Like, excuse oh. me, what am I using Pascal oh. to do? Pascal, wow. <laughs> in, in the millennium, and I think in the Pascal, 16th century. I think we, I think we did Fortran. I'm not sure, but we did all these ancient <laughs> programming languages, um, courses that you can not actually use. So my hundred level was mostly introduction to computer science, introduction to physics, um, Pascal 101, all those kind of yeah. things. So I never knew, I, I, I never had like that practical, um, experience in my hundred level. It was when I entered 200 level that we did Python that I now started, and we obviously were doing practicals. That was when I got, I had a laptop, so I was now doing practice on my own. But to be very, very honest, I wasn't as consistent. So I was mostly reading to pass than, so, yeah, and in, in classes, mostly theory. So I just read to pass and do less of the theory. Until I went for my IT, and that was when I got like proper introduction to web development, HTML, CSS, and I was hooked. I actually find it very yeah. interesting that um, the school actually taught you guys Python. I was just going to say, yeah, that, Aisha, yeah. how different do you think our life would have been if we had actually learned the Python programming language at school? It would. I probably have been more interested because what we did. Imagine like you don't know. I really have any programming background. All of it. All of a sudden, you're learning C, C sharp. Sorry, so C++ and Java. Yeah, but we also yeah. have very... We should have started with Python. We should have started with Python. Okay? Yeah, <laughs> I thought like it would have been great. And then HTML and CSS. That's fantastic as well. Yeah. Like, good, like, that, was in, that was in like 400 level. We did um, HTML, CSS and JavaScript. I think that was the most interesting um, course I've ever had. Yeah, I mean, it's also very yeah. interesting, I think. 
the level they decided to teach that, like 400. Right? Did yeah. you say 400 or 300? 400. 400. 400. I actually wish it was earlier. But anyway. <laughs> I, like, because when you say 400, I feel like, and this is just coming from me because um, we did ours in 200 level and I feel like if we had done it on my part, I feel like maybe if we had done it at like 400 level, it would have stayed with me more or yeah. I would have gotten more interest because doing it in 200 level and then being, being bombarded by these very um, unnecessary courses going forward up until graduation just made all those other things just like dim in comparison. And we went into like a lot of useless courses, especially final year, like introduction to management, introduction to like mm. just stupid courses. So I find that very interesting, actually. So, yeah. if, what languages do you use? What like what languages do you say you coded mostly these days? Uh, I've always been like on the front end part of things in terms of where what I do and what I work with. So mostly JavaScript. I have been I in fact I actually started my career as a back end developer. So I remember I started with PHP and then I did a bit of Laravel before I said, No, this is not for me. I now switched to content development and I've been doing that since so I mostly work with JavaScript and in my current job I'm doing I'm working with both React and Vue. The framework, yeah. Yeah, you're still in the JavaScript domain. Yeah. Um. So tell our audience, um, the many hats you wear, right? Blogger, YouTuber, all the things that you do, community <laughs> dev. You know, feel free to give us your. It's typically used to call the elevator pitch. <laughs> no, oh, no wow. I'm joking. No, it's not that serious. <laughs> I obviously I'm a front end engineer. I've been in tech for about three years now, and I am also very passionate about like teaching and also learning. So this led me to start writing. I have a blog, giftagreening.com. Started this about two years ago. This is where I basically, it's like my playground. So if I'm now interested, if I'm interested in a technology and obviously I'm not using it at work or I just want to learn it, I just go on, learn about it and then write an article. So I've been doing that for about two years. And last year I decided to try out video tutorials. So that's why I created my YouTube channel and I turned that into like a tech. I, I did not want it to just be about tech, so I also talk about career, my life as a developer, interest. I think interesting topics here on my YouTube channel. As apart from that, I am also very um, active in the developer community in Nigeria. I remember going for my first. Actually, I was thinking about this earlier in the Aisha. My first. Um, Meetup was supposed to be the Pythonistas meetup, and I think you were. Really? Yeah, I remember. This is because I was scrolling through Google. I I don't know what I was scrolling through, but I saw that I registered to attend, but I did not go. This was because, like, when I started, I was this very, um, I'm very 
I'm very shy, so I don't like being in public. So I prefer to just stay, do my thing without being this. Mm-hmm. So going for meetups at that time, I'll think then I have to start talking to people I don't know and the rest. <laughs> so I just shy. <laughs> I registered and everything. I was looking forward to it, to be honest, because it was just in a, a, I was just starting to learn at that point and it was going to just be ladies. So I felt like I would be comfortable. But the day came and I did not go. But that was like <laughs> the first one I <laughs> I missed. And then I told myself that come gifts, you have to like leave this your show. Like it's not going to help you. Mm. So I started looking out for more communities. I remember checking me top, looking for the ones around me. I registered to attend. So that's how I started attending all these um, meetups and everything. But I wanted to do more than attend. So I started volunteering to help, like, if they have, like, call for volunteers, I would register and the rest. So that's what I've been doing for about two, three years now before I decided to start mine. So also, I am very, I don't know if this is going, (laughs) not getting too long. No, but no, please continue. <laughs> this is the content we signed up for. <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, about two years ago, I noticed that obviously in the whole world, the ratio of women in tech to the ratio of men in tech is very low. And I also noticed this in the events that I go to. Like, I will go to a meetup like this. I'll literally be the only girl in the room, or it will be like two or three. Then you have to like Girl, do you remember oh Ignite <laughs> after one of those big sessions? Like, you know, people usually go to the bathroom after maybe a big, maybe one hour session. Wow, yeah. You literally <laughs> see the guy's bathroom. Like, it's like I the know. queue to enter the bathroom is long to like outside the room to like the, the kitchen area, but, I mean, the, the food court area. Meanwhile, yeah, as a yeah. chick, you just walk in and there are like five stalls open for you to use. Like, you can pick anyone. Like, it's still crazy. <laughs> Yeah, I noticed that as well. I even noticed somebody took a picture of the, the um, comparison I posted, I posted on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to, obvious. but I was like, let me know, let me know, let me not expose myself. <laughs> yeah, I I just noticed that, and it would be nice for somebody for women to have somebody that they or have a community that they can easily just go to and feel. And they don't feel like I am not in the right place. And I noticed that there, there was a community called View Vixens. Now, it was not in, in Nigeria at the time, but I've been, I've been following them on Twitter because I was like, I wish like this was in Nigeria so that I can be part of them. I joined their Slack group because they have a Slack group. They have chapters in different parts of the world. Uh, maybe I should explain. View Vixens is like a community of women that are learning view or they are using view. So view is like a JavaScript framework. So I joined the Slack channel and they were very welcoming people. And I decided to say, ah, I can actually just start my own chapter in Nigeria. Even if I know that it might be difficult to like organizing events is like really hard. I will not lie. So I said Especially I'm Especially in Nigeria is a is an extreme spot. <laughs> Wow, it's, it's very difficult. So I, I, I told them I was going to lead and they were really happy because they did not really have so much representation in Africa. It was just one country that they had then, which was Mauritius. And me joining just made it too. So they were very happy about it. And I started and what I did was 
I was back then I was still in Andela. So I just used my you know, my rights to collect free office space. So because I'm an employee there I can sign up and say I want to hold an event this weekend and that way I don't have to pay for um meetup space because I remember when I first asked how much can I get a space for? They were telling me like hundred k. I'm like, wow. so <laughs> just like a one what? day event. Like it's, it's not yeah. just that it's a free event. Nobody they charge for the event. As in, wow. I was like, oh my, it's not me. Hundred k. So I used that to my advantage to start organizing the workshops because it was mostly workshops and not just meetup. So I did like two in the first year, and I've been doing like workshops in conferences as well. So if there is a conference in Lagos, I try to like host a workshop for just women in the conference. That way we are also like not paying for space you get. Yeah, I also have like a different community that I started with a friend. It's called Jamstack Lagos. This is also a technology that I'm very passionate about. And I also looked and I was like, there have so many Jamstack communities around the world, but we don't have anyone in Nigeria, so why not start one? And I started one with my friend William, and we've also been doing different, we've also had like two meetups since then. This was like last year when I started this community. And I also feel like a lot of Nigerians don't know about this. At the time, they didn't, it was like, is an upcoming and very, it's, it's getting like a lot of traction right now that's jamstack so i feel like developers in nigeria should also know about it but they, they did not at the time or i feel like they did not so i started the community to spread awareness. the word yeah awareness so yeah that that really went well too and the other thing that's that i do impressive. in terms of community yeah is there is a conference in nigeria that was that was started in 2018 that was my first ever public speaking gig. Personally, I would not like before before that before that time. If you tell me give someone stand in front of twenty people and talk, I will run away. <laughs> <laughs> you run and many away. of us, man. Many of the way us. your chest will be beating, eh? You will not even understand <laughs> it. Like your chest is on your heart is here. <laughs> I, I don't know what happened, Sarah, but I just said if someone reached out to me, give will you be will you be able to speak at this conference? I'm like, I never want to meet up. <laughs> like I'm not who spoke at In front of five people. <laughs> and I said no problem that I'm very much interested. Like there is always a first time for everything, right? So that was how I started and feedback was great, even though I knew that as a first time there's always going to be some like you know, difficulties here and there. Yeah, so yeah, it was it was a really good experience, and since then I've been doing more um, public speaking. After that year, I joined as a co-organizer for the conference. So last year we organized the conference is called Concatenate um, Concatenate Conference. So last year we did another round of it, which was really good, and we got like a very good. Um, it was really successful. Let me just speak it like that. Yeah, yeah, I think I remember seeing yeah. videos. Um, so yeah. yeah, so you wear a lot of hats: blogger, YouTuber, um, <laughs> community like meetup organizer, conference speaker, 
Like I'm in short, I'm, the place I was writing was the page on for. I don't even know where to to continue. <laughs> but literally, it's like I, I literally can relate to a lot of stories that you shared because even it was the same for me when it came to like jungle girls and pie ladies. You should be like, you just be like, ah, why isn't that? Why doesn't this exist in Nigeria? Like, there's so much that we could be doing. Like, you know, this is a great community. Like, especially when you know how it feels when you're starting out. That fear of not having a community, not having someone to look up to. Um, and you know, you're trying to bring that home and you're trying to, you know, give this to like women like yourself who are probably just starting out. Yes. And it, it's just really amazing. So we'll go on a break soon. But before we go on a break to round off this first se- section, um, if you were going to give your 18 year old, your 18 year old self an advice, what would that be? What would you tell your 18-year-old? Given who you are right now and how far you've come, what would you tell your 18-year-old self? Well, in terms of... I feel like I could... like I always think about this thing, but it's not a bad thing, actually. I feel like I could have started earlier because I started when I was 20. Yeah. And I just... Yeah, I said when I was 20. I feel like I could have started this whole thing earlier because at that point I I feel like I had all the things that I needed. I had like a computer home. I had like there was no internet like that but that that was something that I could have the truth is I at that point I did not know anybody that was doing this as a career. I just know that eventually people would when they graduate and finish with their computer science, they will get jobs. But I did not really know that there is something like computer engineering, computer engineers, um, AI, and the rest. I did I didn't know that. So I wish that I had that. Um, I wish I had somebody in my life that was already doing this as a career that I could look up to and say, "Oh, I want to be like this person." But to me, it was just because of the interest that I had for it. I just kept on going and I was figuring things out as I was um, growing. But yeah. Mm-hmm. I just have to say that uh, Gif, everything you are doing, everything you have done, it's very impressive, very mind blowing. Like it's it's phenomenal. It's great. Like you should be very proud of yourself for the things you have accomplished so far. And from everything you have said, like I don't see you stopping anytime soon. So kudos. Kudos on that. Thank you you go, girl. Just before we go on break, guys. Um, so the um the communities that gift um gift has talked about, we're going to leave those uh like links to those in the show notes, so that if you're interested, you can take a look at that. Um, you can take a look at them in the show notes. We'll also put it like on on our blog, so that if you're interested, you can find those links. And of course, gift details like everything where you can find her as well. And on that note, we'll take a break and we'll be back. So this second part of this episode, we are all just going to be taking jabs at, you know, maybe foundational topics that we should understand in IT, right? So again, we're trying to make sure that everybody understands this. So we're not trying to use very technical lingos. We're going to try to see if we can explain it 
in a way with what we know to like our non-techie sisters or brothers and see if they get it. So if you get it, okay. If you don't get it, just know we'll try it. Just let us know in the comment section. <laughs> and we'll try better we'll try next that. time. Um, we'll try that next time. Can, um, this is the part two, the second part of our tech series, our ongoing tech series. So this is just like the second part of that. And as we progress, we're going to get get more in-depth of... Uh, no, we're not getting in-depth. Well, when I mean in-depth, I mean like we're going to start tackling like specific areas. Show you people see that Zedra, I want to take you for and learn add hard things. It's not me, oh. <laughs> you see, later she will say this episode is not for her. <laughs> okay, you know what? Don't be quiet now because it's actually. No, don't be quiet. You mean say they should not listen to me? <laughs> I'm quiet. <laughs> that's not what I mean. Zedra wants to teach you for add hard things. You mean I say, okay, everybody, let's, let's, you know, bring it down for five years. Zedra say, no, we'll go in there, technical. That's not what I mean. But that time, I'll just, I'll just keep quiet. <laughs> <laughs> that's it's not what I meant by in-depth. No, you don't have to mean it. So I, I, you, you don't have to say it. I can listen to the things you are not saying as well. <laughs> okay, Aisha. All right. Please explain uh, the, the foundation part of IT to people. <laughs> okay, guys, let's start. Let's start. I'm serious now. Let's start. So, let's even start from the basic. What is a hardware... And what is, no, what is the hardware? That means English correct. Okay, what is hardware? <laughs> <laughs> what is hardware, software, peripherals? Let me define it how they taught me JS3. Hardware is anything that you can see and you can touch. <laughs> Meanwhile, software is the things that you cannot see and you can, you sometimes you can see it, but you cannot touch it, but you know it's there. It's like the air you breathe, you know it's there. And you can see it working because you're still wow. alive. Did you pass? Did you pass in secondary school? I did not pass. To, we need to call. Maybe I don't even know that was done. We really need to because wow, what a world. Wow. Okay, now please, uh, yeah, explain. Well, I, actually, I actually remember getting that. I mean, I got that kind of definition. Too. I think we all do. Hardware is something. Well. <laughs> yeah, hardware you can see and so software you cannot see and. <laughs> <laughs> okay guys like how would you explain so another this? interesting okay oh yeah go uh, ahead yeah I said another interesting thing was I was a computer teacher for one year was and it I thought was, yeah oh, NYC yeah, okay. no. <laughs> and I thought we have a teacher at the house guys we do <laughs> we do She's going to take over now, guys. <laughs> and this one, we did not plan Actually, this, so God just, the universe just aligned. <laughs> no. Please, please, when you tell your students the hardware, something they can see and touch. <laughs> Actually, now it's like the basics of the definition. So a lot of students understand, yeah, we have to like use, if you check Nigerian education, that is like standard definition, but I think we polished it a bit in my time. This was in 2017. It was defined as the physical part of the computer. Mm, so makes more sense. Instead of saying the one that you can see <laughs> and the one that you can touch. <laughs> you don't touch, please. You touch me. What I touch it. <laughs> so we say, um, <laughs> we say, and not an adware. Hardware is the physical part of your computer. So examples are like the mouse, the keyboard, the monitor, uh, what else? The, the joystick, printer, light pen. Yeah, all those I still don't know what joystick is. Yeah. I, don't, I knew there was something called joystick. I, I saw um, joystick, yeah. 
it's is it still available well like, in older in it. older versions of laptop you see that like thing that button kind of that's in the middle of the keyboard where you can use to navigate the mouse you can also mm. think of that as a joystick sorry you guys scratch that sorry yeah, <laughs> I also I have also seen the one that is like external. They it's mostly easy to play game. I think yeah, it's like you know games, yeah. when you're driving, it's like a stick shift. Like, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Stick yeah. shift. Yeah, yeah, that's a, yeah. It looks like that. Too. Yeah. How do you define a software? Something that you cannot see and touch. We already are. We already are. Yeah. It's not, <laughs> but you can see a software. Just can. <laughs> So it's but can you really see it or can you see you can see the application? I shall please. You can define a software basically as the applications that run on the physical hardware of the computer. It's for example, you turn on your computer and you see uh, Windows loading, that's a software. The the operating system on the computer can be considered mm-hmm. a software. Well, not can be considered easy software. Uh, and peripherals are just the external things to the computer. The mouse, printer, keyboard. It's yeah. the hardware, but flash it's also, drive. Yeah, flash yeah. drive. It's also like peripherals. Maybe like accessories. If you mm, good idea, yeah. Let's think of them sure. as accessories. Yeah. So think so let's hey, let's see, I, something just came to my head. What if we describe that you as a human being? Hmm? Mm-hmm. If you wear clothes, that's the address, but you can see the clothes. What you feel in your mm-hmm. heart is like the software. And the peripherals are the accessories you wear, like necklace, bangles. <laughs> does that help? Actually makes sense. Well, yeah. It makes yeah. sense. Yeah, it does. Yeah, your feelings, your emotions are like software. Yeah. It's there, so but you cannot mind. physically hold them. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, see, I'm not that. Can, I'm smart. You can I'm even smart. say the body is the hardware. And your feelings are the software. And then the clothes and everything you put on your body yeah. are very, yeah. accessories. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a very good analogy. Because because the hardware can function without them. Yeah. Actually. You can yeah. function without those very, very yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But you cannot function as a hardware without your software. So you cannot function without your mind and your feelings and all of that. Yeah, it's true. all part of true. a system that works that together. That works together. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow, we good, girl. Damn, we didn't good. plan. Yeah, this it's a story. very good um, analogy. Yeah, yeah. It's a good one. Perfect. So guys, so I hope the, you understand the hardware software very well. That's yeah. as that's as basic as we can get. So my five years, so <laughs> myself when I was five. If you have told me, yeah, obviously, tell me this, I'll say. Yeah, I think I understand. It. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. So let's go to another topic, guys. Sorry, I'm sorry. Ladies, let's go to another topic. Mm-hmm. So, how do you explain networking? Um, And so networking, as I understand it, I feel like networking is literally the foundation of everything. Like, so if you build an application, if you build this, let me say, if you build a software, um, if you send an email, like if you go on Instagram and upload a photo, if you go on WhatsApp, you know, for those people that still use BBM, God's watching you, um, and you, and you upload something. <laughs> I was trying to say that, you know, you would be on like any of all of those social media sites and you upload a photo or a photograph, but people all over the world, like, you know, people following you or whatever, if you're, if you're, 
profile is, is public, can see it. And so the, so what makes that happen is the networking. Networking is like a foundation that that application or that software sits on. So networking is just basically different, different computers connected together so that resources mm-hmm. can be shared across all of them. That is why, that is basically the birth of the internet. It's networking. Different computers connected together to share resources. Easy explanation. That is why we can speak to Gift, who is in exactly. Nigeria, and Aisha and I are in Canada, but we're actually in different places in Canada, but we're all communicating right now. That is networking. And it looks like we're in the same place, right? Yeah, that is networking. Yeah. It's just the coming together of different computers to share. Not necessarily computers, but this is a simple definition of different computers to share resources and so that everybody across the world can receive those resources and share their own. Like you can send a picture or an email from one end of the world to the other end and it works within minutes. That is networking. You see that in everything right now? Mm -hmm. Like when when you think of people watching Netflix, YouTube, Mm -hmm. like social media, every single thing you think of, I mean, like, the world is going to a place where you, you literally can't do anything without the internet. Yeah. It was internet. a good form of internet. It's not internet working. Yeah. I think it's internet working shortened to internet. Hmm. I think yeah, so. Yeah, different, yeah. like, networks are interconnected together. Because, guys, remember, when we say a computer, computer doesn't have to be like your desktop. Your phone is a small computer. The computer could be as big, you know, there were days of like mainframe. Yeah, and, like, yeah. can be as big as just, just be exactly be as big as your room as, and as tiny as your, um, digital, your, your wristwatch, right? Like, you know, a computer yeah, could yeah. be like, you know, many different things. And so the interconnection of all of those <clears throat> devices, remember each device has different applications or softwares, right? That are also on top of each and every device. And so connecting all of them together, mm-hmm. right? ensures that while you're on Instagram in Lagos and you upload a photo, I in somewhere in Toronto can actually see that photo. And that's because everything is interconnected by virtue of the network. And it's more complicated, obviously. Yes, obviously. More complicated. Yes. Yeah. I think that was like a very basic explanation of it. Yeah. It makes sense. And so let's, so the final, final techie question before we round up. Would be so we've been talking a lot about software, right? We've talked about the hardware, we've talked about the software, but really, like, what what would you say makes up a software? Like, how how can I just go to my computer and open Outlook, and it's different from Microsoft Word, and I can use I can use those applications to do different things? Like, what what would it take to come up with an application like that? So again, my question would be: How, how do I program my computer? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, since we have an expert in the house, I'm going to let her take uh, question. No, remember, she's a five-year-old. Yeah, but she's the expert. She can break it down to, you know, five-year-old gifts. It's not yeah. me that's putting on the hot spot. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be clear right now. I said the rose idea. Don't worry. <laughs> okay, let me let me let me give this a try. So, how do you program a computer? I would first of all like to say that in the basic term. A program on a computer is basically a set of instructions or commands that you want the computer to do. So I'll give you an example. Say we have like 
the popular Chrome browser. It is a software, it is a program on your computer, but you actually tell it, you give it commands, you say, um, you open a new tab, you go to so 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 like www.facebook.com, you're literally like giving instructions to the computer to perform certain tasks. You can also see it from the aspect of like the popular Microsoft Word. It's also like a program in your computer where you go and then um, type out um, documents and you can also instruct like the program to print it out for you. So a program is just basically a set of instruction command or whatever I want to call it instruction that you tell the computer to perform or it's a task that you want your computer to do for you. So it, it actually goes back to the whole foundation of computer science. Well, let's put it this way. Guys or, you know, listeners, anyone listening, five-year-olds who are listening, know that your physical computer is useless, right? If it doesn't have a program on it, you know, a program application or a software, right? <clears throat> Running on it. Because that's the only way the computer knows what to do. So imagine that everything that you do has been programmed by somebody. Somebody had actually gone and written it down by virtue of a programming language, be it Python, Java, or whatever, written by virtue of a programming language, a list of instructions that, oh, if she clicks on this button, or if the user clicks on this button, take the user to this. If the user performs this action, you know, if this, then that, like, you know, those kind of instructions. So it's just a way to tell, you know, I want to do something and a program would be a way to tell your computer what you need, what, what you need to get done and how you want it to get done and how yeah. you want it to get done. I hope that everything right. we have said so far has given you an idea of how your computers work, how the internet works, how things are shared from like point A to point B. If you have any questions, guys, please send us an email so that we can try our best to, you know, break, to break it down, it down further. A little or further. to go higher out. Or to go higher, we might have For any not explained this bros, well at all. Any tech bro or tech sis that is this, this episode that what are you? And you're just shaking your head. Just, and you want to just come on respect your old age. Just just keep You can send active. us an email and just be like, eh, guys, maybe you could have explained it this way and we'll just yeah, add actually, it to that's our true. Yeah. So please guys, if you are a tech person and you're listening no, yeah, to but. this and you want to help us break it down to our listeners. Please send us your suggestions. Or be a guest. Come and be a guest. You don't have to reach us. Contact us on learning.com. Send us an email. Even if all you understood was how to hardware software and peripherals. You have learned something. You have learned something. Gift, can you tell people how to reach you? I know I said I mentioned we're also going to put it in show notes. Guys, Okay, let me explain this. In case you don't know what a show note is, the show note also means, it means basically it's the note attached to the episode. So when you go on like Google Podcast or I, Apple Podcast or Castbox or wherever you listen to episode, when you click on the episode, not necessarily clicking play, when you tap the episode itself and it opens up, there are notes underneath the episode where we leave like links to our site, links to our social media, uh, we leave our email address there on how you can reach us. That is where I would also leave like gifts details so that's what the show notes is so those details are going to be there as well but gift can you go ahead and also tell people where to reach yeah sure okay i am on twitter at laura gift underscore that is like almost all the 
social media platform, username that I use. I'm on Instagram also at LauraGift underscore. And uh, I have a website and a blog. It's called giftsagreenu.com. Yeah. And also on YouTube. I used to forget to plug my YouTube. <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> On YouTube, my name there is Gift Green, my first name and my last name. So just to round up, um, Gift, thank you so much for coming on the thank show, you, on the episode. We really so appreciate it. Um, <laughs> really appreciate it, guys. Check out her communities. Check out her YouTube. Check out the things she does. If you know anyone who is in tech, point them in her direction if they're looking to, you know, be inspired. To be inspired and do things, especially oh. for like girls in tech. She is amazing. I am very impressed with what she has done. And we will continue to lift her up in light and love. So on that mm-hmm. note, guys, again, you can send us an email at contact at roganlearning.com. On, we are at roganlearning on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Let me close it out by saying thank you so much to Ejiro and Aisha. You were the best host. So. Oh, thank you so oh, much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. See you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.